0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Down the block, Andrew John Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now we started doing this series the other day, Fox League, they put out an article going through every team and talking about how long they think their premiership window is open or when it will open if they believe it's currently closed. We did the first 12 teams at the end of last week, so go back and have a listen to those if you would like, but today we're going to read the Bunnies, the Roosters, the Warriors, the Tigers, I'm going to read the little blurb that they've written for each team, read out their prediction when they think their premiership window will open open or when it's going to close or when it's, you know, if it's open at the moment or not, uh, then give my live reaction. As I said uh, in the last few podcasts, I haven't read through any of these, so I'm just doing these live for you guys. Let's kick off with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Of course, grand finals this year, heartbreaking loss to the Penrith Panthers, but with a heap of changes. So I'm expecting, obviously, the names Adam Reynolds, Dane Gagai, and of course, Wayne Bennett to feature pretty heavily here. Let's have a look. South Sydney Rabbitohs. You could argue that the Bunnies window closed now, is closed now that Adam Reynolds and Wayne Bennett have left the building but as long as they have Cody Walker Damien Cook and Latrell Mitchell South Sydney will stay firmly in the race a lot of people put a line through the Rabbitohs when Mitchell was ruled out for the remainder of the season but the playing group rallied together and proved they shouldn't be underestimated throw Mitchell back into the mix and the Rabbitohs attack seems a whole lot scarier the club enters a new era under coach Jason Demutrio, but there won't be any time wasted getting to know your Sessions because he's been working under Bennett as an assistant coach. Reynolds will be a huge loss, as will Dane Gagai and Benji Marshall. But if the Rabbitohs' big guns can continue to deliver in 2022, they absolutely should be looking at a top-four finish at the very least for the next two seasons. Beyond that is when things could get a little tricky. The club put a clause in Bennett's contract that would basically stop him from poaching any bunnies to the Dolphins in 2023 but come 2024 it's fair game Cook and Mitchell will will be available and Walker should be too if he only signs a one year extension if Bennett can get his hands on that trio it could be game over for the Rabbitohs Fox League have their premiership window at 2022 to 2024 now granted uh, myself like the vast majority of people when Latrell Mitchell was suspended I sort of said South Sydney can't win this premiership obviously they didn't win the premiership but they got a lot for than what I thought they would. They made it all the way to the grand final, which is an incredible effort when you consider they were missing their very best player. Yes, they get him back. Yes, that improves their attack, but they lose Adam Reynolds, which is a much bigger loss for me. Uh, Yes, the team rallied. I understand that. But losing Latrell Mitchell, that was losing the icing on the cake. Losing Adam Reynolds, you've actually lost the cake. Um, It is a huge loss. And dare I say as well that a big part of the reason why the team was able to rally at the end of the season and get over the loss of Latrell Mitchell was because they had Wayne Bennett at the helm. I'm not sure if they would have been able to do it with many other coaches realistically. This is what Wayne does best, overcome obstacles. This is what the best coaches do the best and this is what they're really going to miss without Wayne it's what they're really going to miss without Adam Reynolds and Dane Gagai as well I mean one of the best centers in our game on both sides of the ball which is massive Uh, Benji Marshall they lose that experience as well he will still be around the squad but it is a little bit different obviously Reynolds Wayne Bennett, they will not be there at all. It is a huge, huge loss. Personally, I don't think they can win a comp in 2022. Um, And, you know, I mean, they do have a fair point that once 2024 rolls around, if these guys are all fair play, I mean, Wayne could take a lot of these guys. But you've got to consider that that is, you know, that's almost three years away, yeah? So, I mean, Cook's already 31. I think Cody Walker's 31, 32. So, I mean, even if Wayne Bennett was to steal them in 2024, Realistically, South Sydney, let's be honest here, they're only going to get another year or 18 months out of them. So I'm not overly concerned with that factor. I think that sort of is what it is. I don't think you're going to win a premiership with Damian Cook, Cody Walker, in 18 months, two years' time, realistically. Um, I think it'll be a massive test for them. Without Adam Reynolds, he was the key to that side. Cody Walker played unbelievable footy, but he was getting all of his good ball out the back of Adam Reynolds and the way that he ball plays. Surprised Cam Murray didn't get a mention here. I think he's the best forward in the game at the moment. Um, shocked he didn't get a mention. But anyway, I, I don't think their premiership window is open at the moment. I don't think that without Adam Reynolds, they can win a premiership. Um, it's going to be a really interesting few years at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, we know from experience when Wayne Bennett walks out of a room, there tends to be a fire in it as he leaves. I don't think it's going to be that bad at South Sydney. I think they have got enough talented guys to keep themselves in the top 5, 6 Teams, but I'm not sure if they're going to be a top four team realistically. I wouldn't have their premiership windows next year, but they are a very hard team to place. And of course, that just comes down to my opinion not thinking they'll be able to do it without Adam Reynolds. If they manage to overcome the loss of Adam Reynolds, find a way to do it. All of a sudden, your South your Rabbitohs, they are in the box seat to compete for a premiership once again. So one of the more interesting teams to watch. I don't think they can win it in 2022. I think they'll be relevant. I think they'll definitely be a top eight side, but I just can't see them beating these top four teams who arguably might get better next year when South Sydney, it probably it becomes a lot more harder for them to get better anyway. Let's say that. Let's move to the Sydney Roosters, the next team. Not even an injury crisis could stop the Roosters from playing finals, so you could say Trent Robinson is just as important to the tricolours as Bellamy is to the Storm. He signed until the end of 2022, but you'd imagine the club will be looking to extend the three-time premiership winning coach very shortly. As for the squad Robinson is building it's pretty littered with talent James Tedesco may have had his crown for the game's best fullback stolen this year but the Roosters skipper wasn't far behind Tom Travovic. Luke Keery will return to the mix next season from an ACL injury and Sam Walker looks set to be a chook for many years to come Angus Crichton stepped up this year to fill the shoes of retired star second row Boyd Corner and Joey Manu took his game to another level you've also got inspirational prop Jared Rhea Hargraves and fan favourite Victor Radley while the Roosters long to term enforcer Lindsay Lindsay Collins will be back on the field next season too. Jeez, this team's shaping up well just quietly. Kiri and Tedesco hold the keys to another Roosters Premiership, and they're both signed until the end of 2024, so there's a good chance the club will add another trophy to the cabinet before then, but it may not be next year. With the, with the Morris twins retiring, the Chooks are a little slim in the outside backs, and while Sam Verrells is a good player, he's no Jake Friend. Premiership window 2022 to 2024. I definitely think this team can win a Premiership next year. Uh, from what I've gathered, it looks like Connor Watson will probably be the 9th, non- so Sam Verwels, he could be a bit of an outsider there, but see how that one plays out. I think that there's a lot of improvement Conor Watson has to get out of his game before he's a full-time hooker in the NRL. Very talented footballer, as you all know. Love him as a lock forward. I said this about two years ago. Got bullied from from pillar to post. It was unbelievable. Then all of a sudden he was playing 13. Everyone loved him there. I wouldn't be playing him a hooker. I'd be playing as a bit of a roaming role. When he does come on and play a bit of nine, no doubt about it, but I'm not convinced he's going to be a full-time nine. But that's what we're hearing, that he will be. So interesting to watch how that one plays out. Obviously, you've got two guys that we're all talking about. Luke Curie, Lindsay Collins. Love both of them. think they're both champions. Both coming back from ACLs, though, which is a really tough gig. But I think this team will be there and thereabouts next year. Uh, you've also got young Sammy Walker, who we've spoken about. Uh, the second year is always harder than the first. Week to week will start to take its grind. Another preseason of expectation and whatnot. I think last year was sort of just, he was flying on his coattails week in, week out. He got to have a little break starting off the bench and, what, and and whatnot. If he's going to be a starting six or seven next year, there's going to be a whole lot of new tests that come into that. Teams also have a heap of tape on uh, Sammy Walker now. So there's going to be a lot of tests for him, as talented as he is. It's not going to be easy. He's not going to just completely brain it and and do it standing on his head. It is going to be tough for him. I definitely think this team can win a premiership next year. Um, And the other thing about it is that over the next few years, Guys are going to take less money to join the Roosters. There's so many more opportunities uh, living in Sydney's each, being coached by Trent Robinson. You get to play with Luke Keary and James Tedesco. So, so all of a sudden, your state of origin hopes they skyrocket. You've got guys like Joey Manu in the team as well. So a heap of guys that will take pay cuts to play at the Sydney Roosters, whereas I'm not sure if guys will do that at South Sydney, for example, if you don't have a Wayne Bennett coaching sort of guy. So really interesting times for the Chooks. I definitely think they can win a premiership any time over the next five years, especially as long as Tedesco and Kiri are in this team, which I probably see them both retiring at the Sydney Roosters realistically. So I think their premiership window, it is open for a long time, unfortunately for a lot of you that would hate that. Let's move to the New Zealand Warriors. The Warriors are that. That club that no matter who you support, you just want to see them succeed after the last couple of seasons they've endured away from home. Sean Johnson's homecoming instantly increases their chances of premiership, and Rhys Walsh proved in the back end of the season that he can fill the shoes of Roger tuivasa shek Adam Fenua Blake and Matt Lodge provide some good punch up front, and Josh Curran's potential is really exciting. But the Warriors are probably a gun centre and an elite hooker away from being a genuine premiership threat. They have been linked to Joey Manu with negotiations set to kick off from November 1st for 2023. If they can land a player like Manu, whether they play him in the centres or halves, they'll be in a good position to start attracting more stars rather than players hoping to save their NRL careers. If Brandon Smith shows any signs of being unsettled at the storm, the Warriors need to pounce. Land Manu and Smith while also re-signing Johnson and the Warriors will be considered a heavyweight If they can get Manu and Smith, everything gets flipped on its head. If they can get one of them, the guy guy I'd probably want, Joey Manu's got the highlights, but I would want Brandon Smith. They are just a hooker away from being a really, really good team. And if you get Brandon Smith, it also means that you can do what Melbourne do. You can play him mostly at hooker, but then you can use him as a 13 and bring on a younger, more enthusiastic guy to jump into nine and and just run around and cause havoc. They've got a heap of front foot footballers in this side. So a heap of options for the Warriors. I really like the way their squad is building the biggest worry for me is that a couple of guys have left Roger Tulvastashek is one he's incredibly important don't get me wrong but I think they will be okay without Roger, with Reese Walsh and Sean Johnson. I think they've handled that well. The one that I worry about is Phil Gould leaving, and I believe Peter O'Sullivan's left too, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, definitely Phil Gould has left, so that one is going to be a real stinger. That's going to have a huge impact. You can already see the guys uh, that the Canterbury Bulldogs are starting to sign with Phil Gould in their building. Fox, they have their premiership window set at 2023 to 2025. Don't hate it. I probably don't think they can win a premiership next year. I think it all comes down to if they land a Brandon Smith or a Joey Marnie, they land one of these. I genuinely do think they can compete for a premiership over the next few years. Um, Am I going to have them as one of the favorites? No, I'm not. But I wouldn't say that they can't win a premiership. So I think their window is open over the next few years. And, you know, if it all lines up, let's say. In 2023, for example, they land a Joey Manu and a Brandon Smith. You might find that that's the year where the NRL says, ''Hey, we owe you some.'' Here's a heap of home games. And all of a sudden, the Warriors, they're sitting in the box seat ready to really create something special. So, my, my hopes are really high for the Warriors, but they were high all this year, as long-time listeners or season-long listeners would know. Just about every time I tipped the Warriors, they lost. Every time I tipped against them, they won. Um, so, for the sake of Warriors fans, I should probably say that you're going like a busted and you got no hope. But... I genuinely do think this team can compete for a premiership over the next few years. You never know. You might get to 2024 and you might get a Roger Tulevas, a Sheck who's willing to come back at a bit of a pay cut. You'll then have Arden Fanoa Blake, Josh Curran at the peak of their powers. Uh, it really could be anything. Reese Walsh as well. So... Yeah, exciting times at the Warriors. Hopefully, they can get home and play some home games sooner rather than later. Let's move to the West Tigers. These are Fox League's words here. To put it bluntly, the Tigers won't win the premiership until they realize that Luke Brooks isn't the answer. This is no knock on Brooks. He is the talent, but the 26-year-old just isn't fulfilling what the Tigers need. After eight full seasons in the halves, it's time for the club and Brooks to part ways. It'll be tough and awkward, is a local junior and grew up as a big supporter of the club but a fresh start would allow him to work on his craft in a new system what the Tigers have been doing simply hasn't worked the Tigers were seriously poor this year they had great moments like the thrilling round six game against the Rabbitohs but for every good performance there were two bad performances jeez that's grim that the great moments were still a loss uh, the team earned the reputation of being consistently inconsistent and until they can shake that tag a premiership will be well beyond their reach fed up with being average the Tigers have started to take action coach Michael McGuire is on his last chance and Tim Sheen's the last man to take the club to a premiership is back in the fold players like Dane Laurie Adam Dewey Luciano Lua provide the long-suffering friends a glimmer of hope while well, 2022 recruits Jackson Hastings and Oliver Gildart both have points to prove uh, just take note as well Jackson Hastings we're sitting down with him tomorrow for an interview he's going to do a dream team and we're also going to talk about him and answer some of your questions you've sent in so stay tuned for that podcast that'll be coming at some point this week really looking forward to it a premiership is still at least four years away but if the club can hang on to the gun players in their lower grades and make smart roster decisions the tigers can be back in the winners circle they've got their premiership window at 2025 to 2030 and I've got to tell you it's probably hard to argue with um agree with everything they've said about Luke Brooks I love Luke Brooks I think he's a really talented player I think he needs a fresh start though I'll be very interested to see what Jackson Hastings says about where he's going to play and how he thinks his team will line up but yeah I think they do need to make some changes there they need to have some hard conversations which is better for both parties Luke Brooks not being there is better for Luke Brooks and I think it's better for the West Tigers as well Um, not all divorces are bad and this one is not a bad one it didn't work out so be it move on you two you you two entities, Luke Brooks and the Tigers, that can be successful, but it just hasn't been successful with the two of you together. It is what it is. Deal with it move on. You've got guys like Jackson Hastings in the building. Now you've got Adam Dewey. You've got a couple of guys in reserve grade as well, like Jock Madden and stuff, who are really gifted and really talented. So I think it's time to move on. I can't argue with the 2025 to 2030. Um, That would mean, what, they're three or four years away from potentially winning a premiership. I think that's fair. Um, They're going to have to make some pretty incredible roster changes before then to challenge for a premiership. I would say that even if they do everything right over the next two years, I would say 2024 is probably the earliest that the West Tigers could possibly compete for a premiership, but that's if they do everything right. I think the 2025 to 2030 is probably a more accurate read on where this club is at and where this club can get to as well. At the moment, they can't recruit anyone. They've recruited two guys from England um, who are good players, don't get me wrong. And they've recruited Tyrone Peachy, who no one really wanted. So they've been linked to every single player that's been on the market for the last two years. They've managed to land two guys from England and Tyrone Peachy, who not many teams wanted. So they are in a bit of a rut. They are in a bit of a hole. They've got a heap of young guys there that can play. But they've had a heap of young guys that can play at the Tigers for 15 years. They just never managed to hold on to them. So fingers crossed we can see this turn around and we can see them be successful over the next few years.